everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Pardon My Southern Accent. My name is Jason Liu, one of your co-hosts for today. And I'm Chelsea Gao, your other co-host. Um, so we have a really interesting episode for today, and I think it's a nice change of pace to start off the new year. Um, but we decided that we would focus this episode on talking about New Year's resolutions and reflecting on kind of how our past year went. Yeah. So instead of going with our traditional like interview style, you'll get a little bit more information on and background on Chelsea and I and kind of what we're um, looking forward to in terms of reflecting on 2021 and also what we're looking forward to uh, for 2022. Chelsea, what are your thoughts in general of even having New Year's resolutions? I know some people, you know, don't believe in having them, you know, don't kind of believe that they're a thing. Um, do you feel like they're important to you? Yeah, I think it's nice to take a moment, I think, to reflect on the past year and um, also set some intentions and think about how I'd like the next year to go. I think it's just a nice moment to, you know, take a rest and pause and yeah, I think think about what's important to me and where I want to be spending my time. Uh, I don't hold myself so strictly to them. But I do, you know, try to have a couple of things outlined that I want to keep in mind for the next year or so. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, I think like you, starting the new year, I think it's always great to reflect on this past year and just see, you know, what were some things that I would have wanted to improve on? Um, and also, what are some things that I want to achieve and want to explore that I haven't had the opportunity to, that's always kind of been on my bucket list, you know? So, and things that like, you know, I just haven't even thought that's possible that I want to somewhat how achieve either this year or, you know, in future years and just kind of starting to think of what this year could look like in general. I know there are countless things people do to kind of make yourself somewhat accountable to your New Year's resolutions. How do you kind of make yourself, you know, accountable in terms of making sure you're either on track or at least loosely throughout the year? I have like, so I use Notion and that's where I kind of like store everything. Um, and I kind of try to take like regular intervals in the year, like maybe every three months or so to kind of just check um, and touch base with, you know, where I'm at, my goals and reflect there. Um, Wait, so what's Notion? What's Notion just to yeah, um, explain to what our, our listeners? It's like a productivity type of task manager type of website. Um, and I've been trying to use it more because uh, I'm trying to rely less on like Google and these other forms of like tracking and stuff like that. It's just things I've been thinking about, trying to be more mindful these days. Um, I originally used it to kind of shift away from Goodreads. Um, because I know like Goodreads is like heavily tied to Amazon and stuff. So that's where I track my reading list and stuff as well. But it's really helpful to just kind of organize all my thoughts in one place. Um, so I try to do that. And I think it's really important to just like practice patience with myself because um, there's going to be certain things that I want to prioritize in the new year. And I think it's, I think it's good to know or like remember that it's okay if I don't get to everything. And be kind yeah. Of about that. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. I, for me, I think I try to like, have very specific things that um, are easily tangible, um, whether that is like number based or whether that is, yeah. you know, something that I can do um, maybe with someone. So mm -hmm. um, I, 
you know, doing an activity with a friend that is part of my New Year's resolution will also make me feel accountable and also makes it more fun because it's kind of like I have someone else that's doing the New Year's resolution with me. Um, So yeah, that's kind of how I've been kind of wrapping my mind around um, uh, approaching New Year's resolutions because I, I do want to look into Notion, it, it just in terms of just getting my life organized, <laughs> because, yeah. you know, life is so hard to just, you know, keep on track, right? But I also know that um, I don't necessarily maybe want another thing to, like, worry about updating and whatnot. So for me, it's more about, you know, making sure that my goals are attainable, um, but in a way that, like, works for me. And just being very honest with like how I am as a person, like if I know, you know, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to make a New Year's resolution, like I'm going to read a book every month. That would be great. And I've made those types of New Year's, New Year's resolutions every, every like, you know, in the past. Have yeah. I read a book every month? Probably not. Um, but, you know, I made certain ones this year where I feel like I know I can do them and I actually have some drift, like some interest in pursuing that. Um, so in terms of reflecting on 2021, because, you know, before we even get to this new year, right, we got to look back at this past year. Like what are some things that, you know, are positives, some negatives, challenges? Like what what has your 2021 kind of been like? Yeah. This is such a weird thing to kind of like summarize a whole year because I feel like right. so much has happened and also so much has not happened and it's been a really weird year so I think like a big positive for me was I spent a lot more time with people I love and I think that's because I think in 2020 it was like really heavy isolation for me and um, right. I think 2021 like vaccinations helped obviously but um, I think it was just like I got to spend a lot of time with family and I started gardening, which is something that I've always wanted to do. And I think I've like felt a really strong connection to ever since like I was a kid. And I've always like, I used to love doing that with my grandparents, but I think as like life got busier, I kind of didn't keep up as much with it. And it's a nice way to kind of keep myself grounded in nature and stuff. And I did that. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was really lovely. And I think it really strengthened my like family bond. So I love that. And spent a lot more time like with friends and, got to go on a couple trips with them, which was really nice. Um, and that was something I prioritized a lot uh, this year. So it was nice to see that I was actually able to do it. And I also read a lot. So that was something I think that was a big positive. It's like a habit that I've really worked on since I graduated. And yeah, I think it's added so much value to my life and I love it as a hobby. I just want to continue that going in a year. Um, yeah. I think in terms of challenges, it was a lot of change. I like moved to a new city um just yeah a lot of a lot of different things passing and coming through my life and I think I definitely struggle a lot with like decision making and the fear of the unknown and uncertainty because I mean that's just like the time that we are living in right now but I think also right. just like being in my early 20s it's just yeah totally. it's just a lot of stuff I think, or like mm, dealing with that fear of being present with that fear is something um, definitely still have to work on so, yeah, I really love that you're gardening with your grandma and may, having that like, you know, bonding with them because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes like people our generation um, or like, you know, grandchildren don't specifically make an effort for like to create like a specific hobby that like, 
they can do with their not parent but like their grand you know grandparents and that i think is so cool like i haven't heard a lot of people trying to like you know make an effort to do that so that's pretty cool what about you what was your 2021 like so 2021 i mean i think similar with you i felt like it was a roller coaster you know mm-hmm. i i think i kind of hit this like mild depression a little bit um I think early 2021 around February I haven't talked about it actually a lot with anyone um but I think similar to a lot of people we thought you know 2020 was gonna like by the end of 2020 like COVID was gonna be over right and then you know start of 2021 like things were gonna change and things were gonna massively change hit 2021 things were not changing right (laughs) and I think for me, I just started feeling like every day was like Groundhog's Day almost, like just very repetitive Mm -hmm. and very like, I just got really down on myself and I, I started feeling not like myself. Like I started not enjoying, you know, doing activities that I used to find joy from, like going to the gym, um, Mm -hmm. Hanging out with friends, like I really started wanting to just stay in bed and not do anything. Um, start started becoming super unproductive, and then I so and I actually read an article like around that time too, where a lot of people were actually going through that um, stage of depression um, because of the pandemic um, and how things just were not changing. Mm-hmm. And then so for the first time, I got into therapy. I learned a lot about mindfulness got you know introduced to headspace calm learned a lot more about you know uh meditation and just and the importance of mindfulness and just being like aware of your own body and your own thoughts and you know not letting yes like you might have negative thoughts but and just letting that sit there and not like kind of letting it consume you so i so that's kind of um a challenge that I really w- try to work through and, you know, it's a con- constant like work in progress. Um, but I definitely think I've come a long way in terms of, you know, learning more about myself this past year. Um, so that included like, you know, experience, like pushing myself more out of my comfort zone, like doing my first weightlifting competition that I never thought in a bajillion years, like I would ever do. It's something that it's re- really like, I don't know if people are familiar with like weightlifting competitions, but it's kind of like you're going on stage and making a speech in a way, like everyone's watching you do this one thing and be putting myself a little bit more out there, you know, and see what happens and be a little bit more like present in the moment. And then just also having a little bit more fun with life. Like I went on my first international uh, friends trip. So that was really fun. Um, I've never went on a friends trip like that. And so that was just really cool to experience as well. So in terms of 2021, and then now looking to 2022, what are you kind of thinking about resolutions? You know, are you taking anything that you learned in 2021 or applying them to forming your resolutions to that? Or are they, are you just kind of like wiping the slate clean, starting new and like looking into what you still want, want to like? I think I had this idea from another friend, but she basically has categories for some of her goals and resolutions. So like, for example, finance, 
uh, like health, et cetera. So I kind of took a page mm. from her book and that's how I try to structure my resolutions. Um, I think a lot of them are, no, like quite personal, I guess. Um, it's just about trying to improve some of my life in like small ways. So like something that I'm really trying to work on this year is building better sleep habits um, and really prioritizing rest and, and sleep as a whole. Cause I think it's an aspect of my life. I've like not really prioritized. I kind of push aside. I'm like, well, I can get all these things done or like do all these things at nighttime. And I think like, that's really important. I think also as someone who is into fitness as well, like, sleep is a really big part yeah. of that. It's how you recover. Yeah, exactly. And it's like something I just have not really thought about that much, but I really want to prioritize that more in the future. Yeah, I, I don't know. What about you? Yeah, so similar uh, kind of mindset, you know, looking back into 2021, I kind of used a lot of things that I didn't get to accomplish and, and things that I wish I did better and kind of applied them to my New Year's resolutions for next this next year. Like I, um, so I bought a house, I guess that's like one major thing that happened that's in 2021 huge. yeah <laughs> and so um you know I didn't really get to decorate much because we moved in like October um ish and then the holidays and whatnot and just like figuring out everything's so expensive that I'm like I'm like I want to make sure you know whatever I buy it's the thing that I love right and so yeah. just finishing decorating my house um which again is a tangible thing I think that was really important for me is I can clearly know if I'm done, if I'm decorating my house, right? <laughs> like <laughs> visually yeah. at least. Yeah. And then another thing is uh, I want to take, start taking Chinese classes or like at least virtual Chinese classes because I can only speak conversationally with my parents and not really read or write, even though I took college Chinese, but you know, who remembers that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> for real right and so yeah. I actually decided to take Chinese classes because you know FaceTiming with my mom and stuff I actually started realizing that I was losing some of my like Chinese um, more than ever because yeah. my both my parents live in Taiwan so I don't really see them that, that often where I talked I used like you know my Chinese in a very extended long like time so I started noticing that you know I forget words or I forget words that I used to feel like I knew if that makes sense it's kind of mm -hmm. a weird feeling yeah. to know like to describe so I actually am doing it with a friend who uh I grew up with and who I, is kind of in a similar boat she um she's Fujianese but she grew up um not really knowing much Mandarin either and so yeah. we're kind of doing it together in a way to like hold each other accountable. So if y'all know any, yeah. and we're, and I don't want to just do Duolingo. Like, I'm sorry, I love Duolingo, but you it's ain't going to It's not really get... good for, yeah, it's, it's not, not really for the Chinese and like, I think like right. similar types of, yeah. But also like, you're not going to get fluent by like playing games every day. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> no. So yeah, we're actually like looking into like an actual program or like a tutor that we can kind of do, um, you know, whether that's bi-weekly or something like that, just to really, you know, get into, um, get into the habit of like, you know, taking Chinese classes and whatnot. So yeah, so that's something that I'm doing with a friend that also will help me like, you know, keep accountable and something fun too, you know? Yeah. You know, you talked a little about fitness and like, 
mental health. I think those are some really important goals to always keep track of. Uh, what are some things that you're kind of doing in that realm? Fitness wise, uh, I I was like working out at home for like over a year with friends, which is like my friend, one of my friends, like I think her resolution. And so it was like nice to keep each other accountable that we were able to stay consistent for that long. But I really love weight training and I was really missing that. So when I moved and I was actually able to walk to a gym and I wasn't like living at home with my grandma anymore. I like yeah. had the really flexibility to actually go to a gym. So I started getting back in the gym, uh, I think over the summer, which has been really nice. I've been consistent since then, but I think really just trying to like focus on building good form and like progressive overload. And I right. like join, I've been like tracking my stats and everything, but I wanted a little more structure. So I joined a program. I don't know if you know Meg Squats. She's like on, she's like yes. on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard of her. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. She taught me a lot about like, you know, form and everything and lifting. And so I joined her program and she just like launched an app. And so I'm really excited to have like some structure there and work on that. Yeah. And also try to find cardio that I can be more consistent with, because I think what's important is like finding any form of fitness that like you enjoy, because that like, yes. helps you be the most right? so they offer boxing classes at my YMCA and I'm trying to think if I can go. I think that might be kind of fun. So, cause yeah. I, I've never been learning, so I have to try something different. I think, so. Yeah. Or like even playing like a community sport, like if you have, if you know, yeah, any, I would like, love that. areas yeah. that you know, does like, you know, like football or like soccer or something like that, or I don't know anything. Yeah. Um, because like yeah. one of mine is for fitness related is playing more tennis again. So I actually really got into like, I'm an avid like tennis fan. I love tennis, but <laughs> yeah. watching playing, but I really fell off like this last half of the year. Like I haven't played in a really long time. And that um, is something that's, you know, super important to me is to have something away from the gym that I can, you know, play and do actively um, with other people too. And so, because it's different than like weight training, right? Like if you're mm -hmm. doing like boxing classes or like um, tennis or, you know, soccer, it's very um, dynamic and different. And uh, that's something that I'm trying to get back into too. So in terms of mental health, fitness is like you know mental health and like doing is part of your mental health wellness um but are there anything that in spe specifically for mental health that you're kind of like habits that you want to like abide by this next year yeah I like had built a relationship with a therapist in Georgia but when I moved um she's not licensed in Boston so in Massachusetts so I had to find a new therapist but it's been really difficult um because I think like I don't know the insurance system is a mess. So finding someone mm -hmm. in network and then everyone has seasonal depression. So it's just been like weightless after weightless. Right. So there is someone I'm really happy. Like I'm feeling like, I don't know. I don't, I've never been like, a, I'm manifesting this, but I did feel like this came up at like the perfect time in the new year. Yeah. Like my number one person I really wanted to see, I've been on her waitlist for a while and she like messaged me like last week and was like, I have some spots opening up. So I booked an appointment with her. She's in network. I'm really excited to appointments and stuff. She was like my top choice because she specializes in working with young Asian Americans. Um, that's amazing. That's kind of yeah, what I'm the same way too. Yeah. I want yeah, like yeah. someone. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. And then I don't know if you follow this account. 
called the Nap Ministry, but it's run by this woman named Trisha Hersey, who's like a activist organizer. And she kind of has this philosophy around prioritizing rest and this idea that rest doesn't have to be earned and really examining rest as like anti-capitalism and tying that to the history of like white supremacy, like specifically black liberation theology. And I think everything she talks about is so wonderful and I've been following her account for a while. And so I'm trying to figure out ways to integrate that into my own personal life around um, really prioritizing that rest and allowing myself to just rest when I need it um, and not feel like guilty about it. Yeah, so totally. That is something that's important. And I think ultimately just like practicing a kind of personal mindset. Um, yeah so i think that's something we both resonated on but yeah like how, how are you feeling about mental health yeah i think a big one for me is uh getting back into more therapy sessions i'm actually looking for yeah. a new therapist as well um that's in network i totally understand like mine is like you know similar things like i want someone who's like relatable to me as like an Asian American like uh, you know at least as a minority mm -hmm. is is a baseline for me um, yeah. so yeah just trying to find someone that's in network um, where I can kind of get more consistent therapy sessions and then another one is positive self-talk I feel like that is something that I struggle with a lot is not getting so down on myself on things because I feel like sometimes I expect a lot out of myself or like have very harsh, like I'm very hard on myself in terms of expectations of certain things, um, even yeah. as trivial as like, even as trivial as like working out, right? Like yeah. I feel like I should be like doing X, Y, and Z or like being at X, Y, and Z point. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think having more positive self-talk and being more kind to myself can go a long way in having and being more successful in you know those goals and mm. and so I'm trying to find ways like like whenever I'm you know down um on myself like I try to now write it down like all my thoughts and by the time I'm done like journaling I'm actually like at a, in a better I actually like talk my way into being more positive somehow like I don't mm -hmm. it sounds weird but like somehow by the end I feel like okay like I'm good like I'm more positive you know mm -hmm. um yeah. so that's something that I've been working on and then also just being doing daily meditations so I like guided meditations because mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I know not everyone's a fan of guided meditations but yeah. uh, <laughs> but I like the nature sounds and also the uh you know yeah. something just like letting me like talking to me about staying in the moment and then like they give you some like fun inspirational quote to end the session <laughs> and it's, it's corny but it works for me and I think um, no I like them too yeah yeah because I don't think I'm at the level where I can do unguided meditation yet like my mind I would get wild. so distracted yes yeah I was like it's it's hard it's hard to do meditation I think guided meditation is a really good place to start yeah, so I use the Calm app for that. Um, mm -hmm. And I know not everyone's a big fan of um, guided meditations, but it works for me. And I definitely want to get more um, into doing like a daily practice of that instead of just kind of doing it on maybe days where I feel like it's an important day to do something where like I have something busy going on, just kind of getting more into the habit of doing it daily. Yeah. 
yeah. So those are kind of my mental health ones. And I think a big thing we haven't talked about, which kind of is the drag of all things, uh, but also exciting in some ways. Do you have any like just general goals for your career this year that you're kind of, that's kind of on your mind? I literally hate talking a lot. <laughs> Work I know. And everything. Oh, I know. it's so. I know, me too. But I, I think the big thing for me is like, I, I, this is something that I wasn't able to do in, in 2021 either because I'm kind of all over the place with this but like specifically around like I want to find a mentor because I think that would help a lot with like kind of these periods of when I feel uncertain when I feel lost I think it would just be helpful to talk to someone I think a little bit older than me and kind of like reassure me give me some guidance and advice um because yeah I think I think that's a bit of a big missing component and I feel like I had a figure like that in college and that's what helped me a lot but I think since then I've kind of been in the dark and I think a lot of that just comes from uncertainty around like what kind of mentor do I want I think I really just need to sit down and think about um, who might be a potential great person and I guess like just reaching out to them and it's just, I just need to take initiative on it so yeah yeah what about you for me well, I'm just going to be blunt, like definitely trying to find a new job. <laughs> but also yeah, in general, I think working on projects that I'm passionate about, because especially, yeah. you know, on, on those that I'm volunteering my time on, I think, especially since, you know, both of us are volunteering our time with Sparks and whatnot. And I've been really trying to surround our team with that, this type of mindset too. Like working on projects, you know, especially related to Sparks, if you're volunteering your time for us, like, to be things that you're actually interested in and passionate about and things where you could really get your creative juices flowing. Because if you're volunteering your time, like we're all so busy with our own careers with our own daily lives that like, you know, doing something that's not fun that you're volunteering for, that's how you get into burnout, you know, and that's how people get, um, don't want to, you know, don't want to volunteer their time anymore for things. So kind of working on projects that I'm really passionate about, like, you know, this podcast, um, yeah. But also in general, with regards to my career, understanding more of my worth, you know, 2021, I had a lot of like difficult conversations at work and stuff like that. And I think now I'm at a place where I am comfortable in having those navigating through, you know, difficult conversations like salary and how I need to be treated as a worker and, you know, the tone that like how people should be talking to me. Um and you know how I should be treated in the workplace so navigating through that and be standing my ground on those things I think is something that I want to continue doing um, because 2021 I had to learn a lot about that and I think I'm at a comfortable place now where I feel like I can stand my ground you know yeah I think that's a great that's a great one I think especially I think a lot of people have been having those reflections and I think people are really thinking about like now is the time to be reasserting those rights and, and value yeah and, you know, I mean I think there's so much exciting stuff going on with like there's like unions there's like I, there's people quitting their jobs and just like figuring out that yeah they deserve better all workers deserve better right so I think that, that's a really great one I hope everybody yeah it's really about understanding your worth and finding power in that Mm-hmm. um and so that's yeah that's kind of where I'm at I feel like we went through all of our new year's resolutions and 
hopefully you all kind of learned a little bit more about us uh, this episode. Um, Chelsea, was there anything else you kind of wanted to share about this new year before we kind of cap it all off? I would love to see what other people, you know, are prioritizing for this new year. And if you want to share on social media, I would really love to see that. But yeah, I'm just hoping everybody has a lovely new year. And I hope everybody got a lot of time to rest and enjoy all the holidays. Just to cap it off, uh, remember to follow Sparks-Mag on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and make sure to keep tuning in to Part of My Southern Accent. We will be back in two weeks, so stay tuned. Have a good one, everyone.